Hello from Los Angeles. This is Michael Benner. Welcome to this week's Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. Today is April 7th of 2013, and our topic for the day today is raising your inner child. The whole idea of having an inner child may sound like, uh, oh, I don't know, psychobabble to some people, like what kind of nonsense is this? And yet, I would have you consider that you've always heard it said that every tree, once it's chopped down or sawed in half at the base, you can tell the age of the tree by its rings. Now, consider that that means that every tree this tree has ever been is still within it, right down to the pencil-thin sapling at the core of the tree, and that the tree didn't lose who it was every year when it added a ring. It just added some outer growth, Uh, sort of like a candle waxing. Well, We do the same thing. When we have a birthday, we don't give up who we've been. It's just like we add to who we are. And so everyone we have ever been, like the tree, is still within us as well. And it's not psychobabble at all to talk about the inner child. The part of us that was continues to be. Everyone we've ever been is still within us. Now, those who believe in the concept of reincarnation could take this to the next level and say, well, every experience I've ever had in every lifetime is still within me. And in Eastern philosophy, it's recorded in the Akashic Records Western religion has its big book that God writes everything in, although reincarnation is rather condemned in Western religion. But uh, even Santa Claus has a naughty or nice book where everything is written down. And these are symbolic, really, um, relics of what Carl Jung called the collective unconscious or again in the East Akashic Records, the idea that all experience continues to exist, that even if we focus, as we will do here and in the premium training that follows in about 25 minutes, on this lifetime, this current, present lifetime, everyone we've ever been continues to exist within us and influence who we are what we do, the way we think, and in the deepest sense, how we feel about ourselves. And the truth is, all of us were hurt to some degree, in some way or another, countless times as little children. And as a result, we made numerous false assumptions about ourselves as little kids. And although we may have forgotten that we gave up on ourselves, that we threw in the towel, that we accepted that we were inadequate, even though we were not and are not, these false assumptions tend to live deep in the memory banks of the subconscious mind and trigger 
dysfunctional behavior and hurt and anger and even illness and disease and a whole lot of discontent, what in Eastern philosophy is called suffering, you may not see it as suffering so much as just mere discontent, but alienation, sadness, loneliness, depression. You say, well, I'm 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. How could that have anything to do with what happened in my childhood? The childhood false assumption can be at the root, not only triggering those feelings, but promoting them, motivating them, sustaining and maintaining the agony such that the current event that seems to have triggered it may have set the event or the discomfort into motion, but it's really being nourished by these false assumptions from childhood. And Every mental health specialist, psychotherapist, hypnotherapist, social worker, school teacher, or extraordinary parent will tell you the same thing, that what hurts us most in adulthood, though it may be triggered by something that just happened, something someone just said or or did, that it brings up all of this old stuff from childhood. And So the good news today is that it's never too late to have a happy childhood. We can fix these false assumptions. But first we have to realize them. How are we going to do that? How can we discover and recognize these lies we told ourselves as children? And then how how do we fix that? How do we heal that? such that our feelings, our emotions, what motivates the way we think and the way we behave to a large extent, our whole awareness or consciousness as adults is about the present moment and not a reliving or a re-triggering of the traumas from childhood. That's what we're going to talk about today. And I really hope you can make it a point to join us in the premium training. It's half of what it costs you to go out to lunch, and it can change your life. You can register for a single class. You can do it now. You can do it in the five minutes between this live webinar and the beginning of the premium training. Now, if you're listening to this program as a podcast or streaming after the fact, I want to be sure you understand that you can still register for the previous program. If you just go through the enrollment in the same way you would before the class, until the next newsletter is released, usually Thursday or Friday of the following week, you've got like a couple of days. If you haven't received the new newsletter yet and you enroll For the premium training, you'll get the previous Sunday's web URL, the link, and the password. It's only when the newsletter comes out every week that that's updated to the upcoming Sunday webinar. Is that clear? And if you want a program that is more than a week old, say you found something that's two, three, four weeks old, or 
six months old, just send me an email. We can arrange to get that for you. You can't do it on the website. It's an extraordinary programming challenge to set that up for you to shop through the whole archive. But um, we can arrange it. So I just want you to know you've got, in most cases, two or three days after the podcast goes out to pick up that most recent program. And only when the new newsletter comes out on Thursday or Friday is that little XML file updated and registration will get you the new link. But again, if you want one and you end up getting the other somehow, just shoot me an email, mb at theagelesswisdom.com. My initials, Michael Benner, mb, like Mary Baker, mb at theagelesswisdom.com. I answer all my email personally. Other than that, you know how to register. You jump over to theagelesswisdom.com, click on webinars and then premium training. And it's easy to do with your ATM card, your bank card. In like 60 seconds, you can sign up in the thank you page and an email that confirms your enrollment. Both will contain the URL and the passwords that you need. So hope you can join us for that. That program runs anywhere from 75 to 90 minutes. And today, again, we'll do our best to get into this in great depth and detail. And I'll tell you even now that to a large extent, it's a grieving process. You know, to heal the inner child and to fix your past Uh, To have a happy childhood, as I say, never too late to have a happy childhood, you have to face the fear. You have to recognize that most of the decisions, the negative stuff that you accepted about yourself really wasn't true. That your parents, for any one of a number of reasons, may have been abusive. They may have had children only to put attention on themselves. And instead of parents serving their children, they believe the children are there to serve the parents. And that hurts kids. But rather than being upset at your parents, you can't, well, there will probably be some of that, (laughs) but uh, that's unavoidable. But you can also bring yourself to a place of compassion where you understand this was acted out because your parents' children suffered the same dysfunctions. And maybe worse, you know, our parents or their parents or their parents came from a time when, as it was popular to say, children are to be seen, not heard. Talk about discounting and devaluing an individual is a little kid, just shut up and sit there. And for little girls, it's even worse. You're not supposed to have an opinion. Even today in much of the world, it dishonors and shames the family. If a girl even goes to school or aspires as a woman to be educated and to have a career. So we have to remember how far we have yet to go 
in evolution and growing up our species uh, to even begin to attain our potential, especially when you consider that we are spiritual beings made in the image of something quite awesome. If you look to nature and study nature, the beauty of nature, the intricacies of nature, and that this is not a debate between intelligent design and evolution. I don't know why it doesn't occur to people that evolution may be the intelligent design. They hardly oppose each other. But if we have people that don't believe in global warming and think the Earth is the center of the universe and the sun revolves around it. Um, what are you going to do? As they say, denial is more than a river in Africa. So here we are, these beautiful, precious, marvelous little children, chock full of divine potential, each one unique in his and her own way. And often parents see them as some sort of uh, means of attracting attention to themselves, a, a way of feeling loved and lovable and using the child to serve them rather than the other way around, which is if you're going to bring children into the world, your job as a parent is to be of service of them or to them, they certainly need you, the parent, the adult, more than you need them for your whatever reasons you may have. I think most people, even today, have children the way animals breed because of either sexual lust or just the appearance of this is what a family looks like. I'm supposed to get married and have kids because isn't that what everybody does? Well, why? Why are you having children if not to dedicate your life to serving these kids, to bringing them into a world where they feel safe and honored and respected, where they feel trusted and, and validated and valuable? To bring a child into the world for your own selfish reasons is far too common. But here we are as adults now, recognizing that who we've been as kids is still inside. And here's the secret to gaining access. It's the imagination in states of deep relaxation. We have to use some sort of meditative mindfulness-related or contemplative process to reduce brainwave frequencies, to quiet our thoughts and calm our feelings through relaxation and supplement that with a visualization or guided imagery process that allows us to exploit, in the best sense of the word exploit, I don't mean that in any negative way, a good kind of exploitation of the principle of mind science that the subconscious, the imagination, does not know the difference between something that's dreamed up and something that's real. Like, I could have you close your eyes right now and imagine eating a lemon. 
I could talk you through a narrative about the bright yellow lemon and feel the texture of the lemon and cut the lemon in half and smell the lemon and, oh, be careful, you got a little juice in your eye there, and then bring it up to your mouth and take a big bite of the lemon, and you'd be puckering and salivating. In fact, even now, (laughs) you're probably puckering and salivating a little bit. And why? Because the imagination thinks you're eating a real lemon. It doesn't know the difference. Interesting uh, research has been done along these lines where uh, schizophrenics who hear imaginary voices and hallucinate, the same areas of their brains light up when they hallucinate or imagine hearing voices as would indicate activity if it were really happening. So this is a principle of mind science that we can exploit. We can take advantage of that, providing we use meditative or contemplative skills, the mindful detachment that that deep relaxation and gentle concentration provides to imagine encountering ourselves as children and then to do what our parents didn't do, to express unconditional love, to hold them and hug them. And in your imagination, you're both the adult you've become and the child that lives within you. And believe it or not, your imagination has no problem with this. In fact, you not only could view this experience in your mind's eye from either the adult you've become or the child, but also as a kind of an independent observer saying, oh, look, there's Michael the adult and Michael the child standing there hugging each other. Isn't that sweet? And all three of those perspectives are easy for the subconscious mind to imagine once we use feelings of safety, slow, deep breathing, really profound relaxation, meditation, contemplation, mindfulness, ah, to lower brainwave frequencies, to open the mind and the heart, to quiet the mental nature, to calm the emotional nature, and then to walk through these techniques. Now, this is what we're going to go into in depth in just a few minutes. So join us if you can. But if not, let's do a little mini version of this right now. Close your eyes for just a minute, provided this is a a good time. Close your eyes, take a slow, deep breath, and as you exhale, relax. And do that a second time, inhaling slowly through the nose, Hold for a moment as you peek and as you exhale, ah, create and sense a letting go feeling in the body. Imagining yourself softening like butter on a warm day from head to toe, yielding to the feeling of relaxation. In your mind's eye, visualize, imagine yourself 
in a beautiful place of perfect peace, a garden, a paradise, an Eden, a wilderness place, perhaps a place you actually have visited, or one entirely from your imagination, but it's just so beautiful and peaceful here, and the weather is perfect, the sky is blue, a few of those white puffy clouds, a warm yellow sun you feel on your face and your arms, warm but not hot, just right. And maybe you move into a shady or forested place and sit upon the earth and imagine yourself as a little child coming toward you down a trail. As a little boy or little girl of about four years old. And as you recognize them, you've seen the pictures, you know how you appeared back then. You may even remember that particular outfit that you're wearing, that dress, that T-shirt, those ubiquitous blue jeans you wore every day or black slacks. And at this point, they seem to recognize you as the adult they've become. And they come running toward you, open your arms, receive them into your embrace and hold them gently but firmly as perhaps you've held your own children. Open your heart to how lovable they really are. Especially at that age, four years old, how sweet, how kind, how innocent, how pure, how hard we tried as little kids to be really good. How very hard we tried not to displease mom and dad. And if you feel like crying, go ahead and allow yourself to cry. Tears don't stain. And release your grip and let the child sit in front of you. And I'd like you to say for now three things as the adult you've become to yourself as a child of four, I'd like you to say, I love you very, very much. Number two, you are a wonderful, wonderful child. Exactly as you are. And number three, I am so very proud to be the adult that you've become. Thank you for coming to visit me and live with me always from this point forward, trusting me, loving me as I love and trust and respect you. And I will come and visit you in this beautiful place. Every time I meditate, every time I have a few minutes to relax, sometimes I'll just think about you and I'll give you a hug. 
and you can live within my heart in the interior of the person that I am growing to be every day in every way better and better and better. And prepare to come to the waking state now. Take a slow, deep breath, inhaling through the nose. Hold as you peek and exhale now slowly. And open your eyes, wide awake, alert, rested, refreshed, feeling fine, feeling better than before. Back in the world, wide awake, wide awake and alert. It's all I have time for in this podcast. I hope you will join us in just a few minutes at 1.30 for the premium training. If you're not able to listen live, the replay is perpetually available. Just hold on to the URL and the password. And if you're not yet enrolled, jump over to theagelesswisdom.com. Even if you're listening to the podcast or the streaming audio by replay, if The new newsletter hasn't come out yet. You can still pick the program up. And if you have a problem, just send me an email, mb at theagelesswisdom.com. And to enroll, go to the w's.theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars and premium training, and we'll see you in a few minutes. Be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. So long from L.A.